Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. My name is Melanie. My name is Wyatt. I'm Erica. And today we're going to talk about oil, most importantly, Deepwater Horizon. Have you guys heard of what that is or what happened? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what do you guys know? Um, so, quick summary of it. Basically, Deepwater Horizon is an offshore drilling tanker uh, in the Gulf of Mexico that exploded in <laughs> 2010. Uh, mm-hmm. To put it lightly, exploded twice, actually. <laughs> nice. Um, and it was a, a bit of a mess to clean up, as we'll kind of be discussing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, some of the things I heard was that Deepwater Horizon was actually at fault for the oil company, uh, BP, who was more focused on time management than they were um, for like the safety of their crew members. Um, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, a big thing that I noticed was just the lack of preparedness for an emergency situation and safety. So I feel like <clears throat> a lot of the crew members weren't prepared, um, and that played a big part. Like, they didn't know what to do. Um, for example, there was, like, alarm lights flashing, mm-hmm. and then two of the people um, on board, they, like, failed to even, shut, like, activate an emergency system that could shut down and like inhibit gas flow so they failed to just do the basics because mm-hmm. they weren't really sure what, what was going on yeah like, like paralyzed by fear yeah so. yeah that's a really good way to put it it's like I found like after learning more about Deepwater Horizon and also being old enough to understand what was happening when it actually did happen mm-hmm. is that um you know the executives on board were more focused on moving on to the next well because they were 30 days behind schedule right. and i just feel like that lack of understanding the safety and the regulation policies for mm-hmm. ensuring that everyone is safe everything is done properly was just more um driven by the fact that they wanted money yeah just because the demand for oil is just so high right now Definitely. and it's still high the back then now it's continues to be high and you know we see these lack of um, safety regulations um, in everything for example just that recent hurricane Harvey that happened in Texas um, the state itself felt like the funds for uh, revamping up the levees was not needed just because of previous events it wasn't as bad same thing with Deepwater Horizon previous leakage was able to be stopped and like condensed in time nothing at this like catastrophe catastrophe was imagined to happen and same thing with Harvey like you know like what did you think when you heard like Texas had their extreme flooding especially in big major cities like Houston one thing you know we kind of talked about in class actually was that this wasn't even a new thing with Harvey which is what kind of was annoying in a sense that you know we talked about like they flooded for like three or four years in a row and there still wasn't the right kind of regulations like Deepwater Horizon not to like paint them in good light, it was a super unique case. Like it's not very often that a tanker just explodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas, you know, the flooding in Houston is not something new, which is just makes it so much more aggravating that there's not that policy in place Mm -hmm. for something that has happened and is going to continue to happen. If that makes sense. It's kind of, it's weird. Yeah, because in those areas, like it's very common, especially by the Gulf with like the warm waters for like flooding to come into major cities. And you think that they would put more funds towards, you know, protecting these cities, especially with a lot of petroleum mm-hmm. um, factories nearby, just because there are oil rigs like Deepwater Horizon, about 500 miles, like not even like, you know, yeah. out into the ocean near those places. So I just think it's really silly that these 
um, policies aren't <coughs> adapted to helping the people that live there um, to keep their homes safe. Like, it's happened before. Um, it could get worse. This past year was, I believe, was the worst flood they have experienced. And, you know, it might be a lesson for them or it might not be. I guess we'll find out, you know, next year when, you know, that season comes back again. Yeah. But I just find it absolutely ridiculous that these companies and these states and these policies are putting their funds towards things like football stadiums and roads that are going to get destroyed by these floods because they're not putting the funds towards proper safety regulations like levees or proper safety mm -hmm. testing for Deepwater Horizon like pressure testing. You know, it's these little things that can end up into quite literally an explosion. I also feel like... Um since it was a natural disaster, Hurricane Harvey, obviously, a lot of people feel like you can't control natural disasters, which, I mean, in a sense, you can't really, but you can be prepared, and, like, they're able to track it so they can know when it's going to hit and stuff like that. So I feel like just there was just a total lack of Almost preparation. To use that as, like, an excuse. Right. Like, mm -hmm. oh, this exactly. wasn't an explosion. This yeah. was just a natural disaster. Uh -huh. There's nothing we can do about that. It's exactly. Like, mm -hmm. well, yeah, but you still knew it was coming. Right. So. <laughs> You know, maybe like with Deepwater Horizon, the executives were able to be held accountable for what happened, but are they going to blame the entire state of Texas for not, you know, rebuilding the levees? Even here in California with the Orville Dam, like our own levees weren't prepared for that just mm -hmm. because we have been in such a heavy drought that, again, that idea of safety, that idea of putting funds towards something that the state and politicians feel that is unnecessary uh, could lead to like some like master disasters and you know it's proven to happen before and I just don't know why nothing has been done yet to help these situations well like when you look like we talked about you know the policy right from the get-go is kind of designed to fail how it's vague and also contradictory like your job is to collect this resource and your job is to do it safely where in some instances like Deepwater Horizon you can't do both either you're gonna collect the oil quickly or you're gonna do it safely and when it comes to collecting oil, which is, you know, the biggest money, money maker yeah. in the world, basically, mm -hmm. you're going to put safety on the back burner. So yeah. right off the bat, the policies behind it and the laws kind of govern it were kind of destined to fail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think can be helped them with, you know, something so Deepwater Horizon won't happen again? Luckily, it hasn't happened in the past seven years, but, you know, that doesn't mean that we're safe. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard. You can't put like specifics you can't be like well you have to collect the resource exactly this fast while also maintaining this exact safety like obviously there has to be some sort of balance but i mean you see with hurricane harvey obviously we have to look a little farther ahead and not fix problems that have happened maybe try and prevent some problems here and there would be you know a yeah. nice change i think like double like and even triple checking like all their machinery and equipment like that's kind of like a given that you should do before you're going out and doing something dangerous like that um, and not like mandatory safety drills like mm -hmm. before they go out on the rigs maybe and even just on the rigs like so they are for sure prepared for what could happen because they weren't so yeah well it's like when it comes to oil rigs um, they do have uh, companies that come in and do these pressure mm -hmm. tests they make sure the oil or the well is like prepared to extract the oil but the thing is, you have to pay them that amount of money to not only come out all the way to the rig, right. but to do the um, the safety procedures. And it's this type of money 
corporates like BP find that it's a waste because they're so money hungry at this point in time that mm -hmm. they see how much oil can get them that it's just the safety for their employees and their subsidized um, employees also on the rigs just you know it doesn't matter anymore as long as they get the oil especially when you know oil and like ocean are just so unpredictable you don't know if you can if that well's active you don't know um, if the pressure of that certain um, section of the ocean is just too high to go so sometimes most of the time you are going to fall behind schedule just because you are trying to do it correctly and that pushes executives to come out and say who cares let's go for it I need my money yeah. so it just comes down to it like you know who really needs to be enforcing these um, safety is should it be the senior managers on the rigs who are living the experience or the people in you know wherever they are, New York, Texas, Florida, wherever they are in their headquarters, you know, making the rules who aren't experiencing life out there on the rig. Yeah. Trying to find information on all the oil that was spilled because of Harvey. Mm -hmm. And one thing I noticed with most of the articles um, was that it kind of downplayed Harvey by comparing it to other things. So it was like, oh, all this oil spilled from Harvey, but it wasn't as bad as Katrina. Or all this oil spilled, mm -hmm. but it wasn't as bad as Deepwater Horizon was actually brought up in a couple or uh, the Exxon spill in Alaska was brought up. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it was just weird to me to see, like, yeah, all this oil spilled, but they were like, well, it wasn't as bad as the last one, which is obviously a terrible attitude when it comes to ecological disasters like that. You can't, like, you can't set every bar at the worst disaster. Yeah. Like, you can't be like, oh, as long as it's not as bad as the worst one, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's, like, a, a big attitude change that needs yeah. needs to happen. Like, like values. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, and I see what you're saying with that. It's because there are, like, Exxon was a really bad oil spill that, you know, lasted for years going onto the shore of, you know, indigenous, like, cultures that live there in Alaska that, you know, wanted the purity of their land, but that was covered in oil and mm -hmm. was killing their, their fishery, everything. And it's like, same thing with Deepwater Horizon. It's like, you know, the aftermath of it all was that they didn't realize that no matter how far out to shore you're going to get, the ocean is going to bring it back to the cities. Exactly. And so it's not only going to affect the ecosystem of, you know, um, whales and uh, seagulls and all the other, like, marine life animals that live there, but it's also going to affect us because not only do we hunt, you know, within the oceans, but it also is going to come to our shore. Our kids are going to play within that oil. It's really dangerous for our lives as well as for our ecosystem, and we really use it. And I feel like, you know, these companies, um, these politicians, these regulations aren't considering anything other than the commodity that it's going to come from. Exactly. Anything else? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we can always edit it out, so you're fine. Yeah, that's fine. Was there any other so points like, you found, like, researching either of you, like, interesting stuff or any extra controversy you wanted to bring up and um fun fun fact Deepwater Horizon was um a Hollywood movie not too long ago featuring Mark Wahlberg and Dylan O'Brien and it was fun. it was a <laughs> it is fun uh, well not it is and it isn't because it really brought light to uh, you know the, the disaster and how downplayed it really was mm -hmm. to from like social media and other news sources that were like yeah it was really bad but if you think about it 126 souls were on board and 11 didn't make it and that's a really big number for that mm -hmm. ratio. And, you know, no one should go to work expecting to not come home to your family. And so that movie really, like, highlighted that. But it also um, gave a little ending about what actually happened to the people on board. Um, 
like they were the only female engineer on board she she couldn't go back out into the rig she was absolutely traumatized from you know the explosion and almost dying um the head executive i can't remember his name but um he was actually arrested um for manslaughter yeah because of because of it because he was the one that pushed to i'm not sure if the charges were actually manslaughter but it was around the board it was murder it within that i don't know if it's first degree second degree Mm -hmm. man i don't know what form he was charged with but he was sentenced to jail for the death of those 11 people as he was the head cause of it because he had multiple people warning him don't don't start drilling like Mm -hmm. not all of the dials are at 100 percent clear to go but he didn't care he he's like we need to move on we are 30 days behind schedule and i don't care Mm -hmm. you know and most people were like well he was on like on the board like the comments on some social media for deep water horizon was like he was on the ship you know he faced his punishment like no he didn't and so that's one thing where um i just feel like you know the punish was given and hopefully other companies like exxon will follow Mm -hmm. that um or remember that and remember that you know if you put your funds in front of your employees you could go to jail for it and is it really worth to make that money and not be able to use it. Yeah. So I just thought that was like a really interesting thing that the movie highlighted because mm-hmm. as much as it was for the entertainment world, it really, <laughs> you know, it really did bring in a new light for people within our generation who remember what happened but didn't understand what happened. And, yeah. it, and it really brought, like, it really grounded the whole situation and makes us look at other things like Hurricane Harvey, um, Hurricane Irma, even our own disasters with our uh, dams to light and realize, like, you know, these safety regulations, as different as they are, the principle for all of them are still the same. Mm-hmm. And it's just none of it's being followed because people want to put their funds towards other stuff, tourism, stuff like that. Making and it's making more, <laughs> they want to put the funds into making more money. Yeah, you're right. And then they'd rather not consider the people that live nearby or are on rigs. You guys have any final thoughts of Deepwater Horizon? I haven't seen the movie. Oh, we're, we're talking about the disaster again. Uh, or the movie. <laughs> Um, you no. can let our, our viewers watch the movie. They can, they, they can see it all play out. They kept it pretty pretty similar to how it happened. And then we'll just wait for the Hurricane Harvey movie. <laughs> yeah, and then, we, and then we can put the state of Texas on, on hold for that. We like the, like the negative facts and show us what could have happened and what was neglected. And Hollywood also highlighting all these horrible things that media kind of downplays will make our generation step up and really hold people accountable for their actions and enforce these regulations that people seem to think are just suggestions instead of rules. Agreed. Agreed. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our podcast on Deepwater Horizon and learned a little something about policy regulations and safety and maybe send out a little thank you note to the people on the rigs who risked their lives so we can drive our cars. (laughs) 